Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. We're talking all things, I guess, very wellness focused today, which is good. I think we need this. Um, Lots going on in the world and around us. And so I'm really excited for today's conversation because I think this is going to be a good one and have lots of ideas for you um, with all this chaos going on. So our guest today is Sam Kirouac. Sam is an energy therapist and joy enthusiast. She is passionate about helping people who are seeking clarity, connection, and a deeper understanding of themselves through Reiki healing and Akashic records. She is a certified Yusui, I think I said it right, holy fire and crystal Reiki master, a certified soul care coach, and holds her master's degree in counseling psychology. Thank you, Sam, so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. And just to get started, can you tell us, I guess, in your own words, maybe a little bit about your journey and what brought you to do the work you're doing today? Absolutely. Um, I've always been interested in all things sort of spiritual since I was a child. And as most people, you kind of go through different phases in your life and different experiences. So I've kind of gone in and out of that world as I've grown up, did university, had some friends at the time who did Reiki and it was amazing. And I was, that was my first sort of like, whoa, what is this world? This is amazing. And then through that, we sort of, we moved and lost that connection and then entered into the schooling master's degree where you just are really focused on that. So I've kind of lost a little bit of that connection and then became a mom two beautiful girls and so focused on that and then there was I guess a turning point for me was we with my husband's family there was a few very stressful moments Um, and then I've had some health challenges and sort of through that it made me really look at myself and how I wanted to show up for my daughters and it really even though those moments were very stressful and not pleasant it did bring me to a place of looking at my self-care and what was missing and where did I want to go and through that I found Reiki again and so I was getting Reiki treatments and I would leave those Reiki treatments feeling so good so connected back to myself again like I felt like I had lost who I was and then Reiki just sort of reignited this passion and wanting to kind of show up again and just be present and be mindful. And I learned about energy, which I had always kind of knew about, but until you're 
until I was getting the Reiki treatments, I didn't quite understand how energy worked and how we can shift our energy and what that means. And so I sort of decided on that path, like, yeah, I want to do this. I want more people to experience Reiki, the benefits of it. And then I also learned the Akashic Records, which again, is just another amazing tool I use with my clients. And I, yeah, I can't imagine doing anything else. I love it. I love seeing my clients light up after sessions, feeling lighter and brighter and more connected to who they are. I love that. And just um, how your own journey, like I find that such a common theme is that that own journey that you go on and then realize how beneficial, how helpful it is. And then going out there and serving others and saying, wow, I can help others. Cause there's a lot of people going through that. Like, like you said, where it's almost like losing yourself. We we're busy. We have the day-to-day, our routines are, and you can get so caught up in that, that you can lose sight of like, who am I as yeah, your authentic self and what am I passionate about and what do I want to be, you know, working towards or putting my energy on. So I love, yeah, I love that, that your journey took you to a place where you're now working with other people to help them on this very similar journey. Um, So to start, can we just talk about, you know, what is energy for anyone who's maybe new to this idea of, of, you know, we are energy um, or, or working with Reiki and whatnot. So what, yeah, let's just break it down of what is energy then? Absolutely. So, you know, Albert Einstein, famous, E equals MT squared. Everyone has heard it, but I never really understood what it meant. But basically everything that exists is made up of energy. It's just how the energy vibrates. So it all vibrates very differently. So we are made up of energy. And for me, the biggest sort of aha moment was learning that, yes, everything is energy. I'm made up of energy, but also that the energy expands outside of ourselves into the aura sort of that energy is coming out of us and that energy in our aura is also interacting with other energy that's out there. And so different things that we do, if our energy is wide open, that kind of attracts different things and there's high vibrational and low vibrational energy and sort of the energy that we live in sort of attracts where we're at at that moment within our energy. So for me, that was a big kind of that aha moment of, oh, okay, we kind of the law of attraction, but breaking it down into the energy of it is if we are in a lower vibration, if our energy is a little bit lower, then that's what we're attracting in. And that's the energy out there. And so with that, it's how do we work with the energy? How do we protect it? How do we make sure that the energy that we have is ours and not anyone else's energy? Because our aura is a little bit like a magnet as well. So if it's wide open, we are just interacting with all kinds of energy with everyone out in the world. Yeah. And that's an important piece, which we can talk about maybe as well, but with everything going on in the world, like there is a lot happening right now. Um, You know, we've gone through a pandemic. We're seeing, you know, a a full-on war scenario go on. Um, as well, which is really sad to see. And so it's something we're, we're hearing about, we're learning about um, probably, you know, feeling maybe powerless towards or all these kind of events, big events that have happened that can be very stressful. Um, 
what do you see with everything going on? How has that impacted people and their energy? Like, what does that look like then for us? That it's been huge. And I mean, it's surrounding us everywhere, no matter where we go, people are either talking about it, experiencing things on social media. So it's hard to escape it. And what I'm finding with my clients is because there's this overwhelm, people are having a hard time grounding their energy, kind of coming back to themselves. And so it's that our energy is open. And the more we kind of are in that, we're experiencing everyone else's anxiety. So not only are we experiencing our own, we're now experiencing everyone around us. And so it's heightened and people are just, I feel like there's just sense of like that disconnection and not knowing how to kind of come back to yourself and settle into your own energy because it's hard to feel what our own energy feels like because it's been this insane few years of not knowing and change and everyone's kind of in like that high fight or flight mode too so it's been challenging I feel for people to ground their energy and to feel like themselves again absolutely absolutely I still agree with that um can we talk about that then like ways for people to ground themselves um ways for people to clear that that their own energy absolutely um I'm finding well the weather is getting nicer now so one of the easier ways for a lot of people is to be out in nature is to turn off other devices you know get away from the tv and just go out in nature and you know literally hug a tree if you can like just feel that sort of nature's energy and the tree energy because it does it brings us back to ourselves and it puts us in the present moment so with grounding the main thing with grounding is it pulls our energy back down so instead of feeling scattered and in our head too much and spinning when we ground our energy it pulls us back in it brings us to our present moment it helps us sort of protect and clear energy. So then it's just our own energy that we're feeling. So it's almost like you're being able to stand firm within yourself again. So being in nature is, is the biggest one. And also just another thing that anyone can do, no matter where you are, is breathing, but intentional breathing, bringing your awareness back. And I know for some people, it's just physically putting your hand over your heart and taking in those big breaths and just really noticing how that feels within our body and just being present. And you'll notice, you'll, you'll notice a big shift. And all of a sudden you're like, um, okay, here I am. This is where I'm at. And it gets you out of the spin of your head. So those are the two that I find that most people can do. There's lots of ways to ground. Um, There's visualization, there's crystals. um, But those are the two that I feel most people can do no matter where they are. Yeah. And the breathing when you do no matter where you are in your car, right? Like if you're sitting in a parking lot or if you're out for a walk or if you're out at the mall and you're feeling really stressed or you're feeling like, oh, I just, this is too much. Go back. And it's that intentional breath. It's really paying attention to it. Yes. And, and we don't even realize how often we're not like, we're just doing this shallow breathing if we are in that more flight or flight and we're not taking those deep breaths. So even you're right. You can do it at your desk when you're working, you can do it when you're starting to feel that little bit of anxiety or anything creeping up that you can right then just 
focus on your breathing and then you're mindful of it and you're aware of it. Um, and then yes, going for a walk, especially now that we're getting into nicer weather, um, being out in nature is, it is, it does make a big difference. I love that. Um, what about, is there any ways to protect your energy for people? So if, if people have been, um, maybe, you know, with the global pandemic going out less often and things like that. And now if they're wanting to start to transition to you back, going back to their office and, and being in a lot more crowded spaces than they've probably been used to, what does that look like? Like, is there a ways we can kind of prepare ourselves for that? Cause if you've not been around people, then all of a sudden you go to a busy place. I found myself in some of those moments and I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so many people here, but well, it's me. just because you're not used to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, the first thing, and anyone who's ever come to see me for Reiki, I talk about this all the time is grounding, clearing and protecting. So first it's important to ground your energy because you want to be present in your body. Right. And so once you're present in your body, then you can clear all that energy that's kind of hanging out. That's not yours. So one of the best ways that I've found to do it, it's actually taking a shower because most people take showers, but so it's a little bit of a visualization as well. So when you're in the shower and the water's clearing your body also have that intention that the water is clearing outdated energy energy that isn't ours and just visualize the water kind of washing away everything that's not yours and like watch it go down the drain and just leaving you and that is sort of you know you can start your day like that or you can end your day by having a salt bath you know the salt baths are really good for also clearing our aura and our energy so if we've grounded we've now sort of cleared and if we're going out in the world you can protect ourselves so if you're a visual person you can imagine yourself being sort of bubble wrapped in like white light or whatever sort of works for you. And just from your head to your toe, just kind of like surround yourself in this beautiful bubble of light. And if you're not a visual person, you can also use um, crystals. Certain crystals are really good at protecting. So usually black crystals, so black tourmaline, um, black kyanite, obsidian, so for me, I always leave the house wearing crystal bracelets or a crystal necklace, just as that extra protection, because it is, it's very overwhelming right now to all of a sudden be around so many people and so many people's energy right now. So those are the, the two. I actually do the visualization and the crystals because I just want to make sure that everything is just sealed up tight. Yes. Great ideas. Can you give us like, obviously crystals is a big topic in itself, but yeah. for anyone who has never purchased crystals and, and maybe they're listening to this and go, oh, okay, that I want to try that. Um, so very new to it. I feel like I'm sort of in that realm. Like I have a few, I have one right now, like in hand and um, I have my sort of dish of a bunch of random ones. And sometimes I grab one, put it in my pocket, but um, I, I don't maybe feel like I have a lot of like understanding necessarily. Um, so if any kind of crystals for beginners tips, um, so tips, so black tourmaline is, I feel one of the better crystals for absorbing negativity. It's good at clearing and you can put a piece of that in your pocket. You can wear it in bracelets. Um, for me, I actually have it, a piece of it at my front door. So the negativity can't come into my home. 
So with crystals, there are certain crystals that need to be cleared, obviously, like most crystals need, crystals need to be cleared. So with black tourmaline, you can clear it with another crystal called selenite, which is one of my other absolute favorite crystals. You can put it in the moonlight. So tonight is a full moon. So you can put your crystal in the moonlight. You can also clear it um, in rice, which sounds strange. But if you put your crystal in rice and you cover it with uncooked rice, leave it overnight, dump the rice, never eat the rice after. And that clears all the energy. So it's just fresh and it's working again for you. A lot of crystals um, don't like being in water. So I never recommend clearing them in water. Um, usually moonlight, selenite, and the rice is the easiest. Or you can do sage as well, like smoke clearing as well also clears them. And it's the intention that you're setting with it. Everything with energy is intention. So it's the intention of I'm clearing unwanted energy. And then you can put it on. Um, with crystals, you, you'll kind of know which ones you're attracted to. That's usually a sign. There's a reason that you're attracted to it. Um, and just listen to your intuition on that. Like black crystals are good for clearing. Selenite is really good for also clearing and it's light and bright. And it's just this really high vibrational crystal that I truly love. Those are my, those are my top two that I'm like, everyone needs those two crystals. Okay. What about for abundance? I'm a financial advisor. So I feel like what's a good crystal for abundance for people? Citrine is a really good one. Citrine. Okay. Yeah, but natural citrine. You have to be careful with citrine because sometimes it is actually dyed amethyst. Um, so go with the natural citrine, any good crystal place you go to, they should be able to direct you to authentic, real citrine, but citrine is my top. I keep a little piece of citrine in my wallet. Just always, you know, wanting to attract in that abundance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I love that. Um, and the rice trick, that's very interesting. So it's also what we do if our cell phone falls in water. So exactly. rice is very versatile. It is. Um, amazing. Okay. And what else do I want to, Oh, I noticed like on your profile, I was reading your bio on your website and you talked about meditation and how you really fell in love or connected with it more so when it was guided through guided meditations. Can you talk a little bit about meditation um, for anyone, again, who's new, doesn't really practice it on a regular basis? Um, I, you know, it's something that had been very important to me. And then I felt like I got off track and, and life was busy and I just wasn't incorporating it anymore. And then I found um, just this past few weeks, I made sure that it's like non-negotiable that I start my day with a meditation and how much different the entire day feels. Um, so meditation is so valuable, but for some people, it, it does feel like they're sitting there and they're not really sure what they're supposed to be doing. Their mind's still going and they don't know if that's okay. It's almost like, am I doing it right? What are the ways to do it? And I like your recommendation or what, what worked well for you, obviously being guided, which I, I really like guided meditations. Those really work for me as well, but can, yeah, can we talk to listeners a bit about meditation? Yeah, absolutely. I was definitely someone who never thought I could meditate because my mind would never sit still. And, and I guess for me, my misunderstanding was you had to sit in silence for like 30 minutes at a time in this uncomfortable position and I could never do it. And I struggled and I would beat myself up because I'm like, I'm supposed to meditate and I'm not getting it. It's making me more frustrated and I don't think I'm doing it right. 
And then I, someone I had, uh, one of my friends had said like, well, have you tried guided meditations? I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I just can't meditate. She said, just try it. So I was like, oh, okay. So I did. And I looked for a very short one. So I'm like, I can't commit to 30 minutes. I know I, I can't meditate. And so I did a guided meditation and then I did it. And I was like, oh my goodness, that was amazing. I, I actually meditated. And for me, I realized that I need someone to guide me through the process. Sitting on my own, I have too many thoughts and I get too distracted and I, it wasn't working for me. And because of that, I'd given up. And then thankfully finding that guided meditation, I do use that. And I still use guided meditations because I still need the guided meditations. I want someone to walk me through the process and it helps me really stay present. My mind doesn't wander as much. I kind of like, oh, okay, we're feeling the energy here or we're breathing this way now. And it's, that has been a huge saver. And it is, it's, it's one of those like non-negotiables now, like you said, like it makes a big difference in how I start my day or end my day. Sometimes I choose to end it instead with meditation because I need that sort of extra like calming down at the end of the night. And I love it. And yeah, it has been a huge part of my practice. And there's amazing like grounding meditations too, that you can use to kind of help you bring your energy back as well. So I love guided meditations. I am so thankful for my friend who introduced me to it because I probably would have just struggled with thinking that meditation was only meant to be this one way. Yeah. Absolutely. Like finding what works for you. I'm the same way. Like I at least need like the meditation music going on or, um, or yeah, YouTube, like there's just so many guided meditations on there. Like you could probably never go through all them. And and if you find one you love, you can always sort of have that one on replay. Um, and yeah, just making it part of that, that routine that, just that self-care start to your day, just like you brush your teeth and, um, all those different things. And I guess that's, that incorporates, yeah, like, I guess the energy hygiene, which you've mentioned as well. So anything else we can add to that about energy hygiene? How can we take care of our energy? Sounds like meditation is one. Um, We talked about grounding, anything else? I think that the biggest three is like the grounding and the clearing and the protecting. Okay. Um, being grounded is going to be something that is going to make a really big difference in our lives because it does bring us back to our own energy and sort of feeling our own energy. And it helps us with thinking clearer and making decisions and just experiencing the present moment. And then just when we're in that grounded and we're cleared and we're protected, then you can also sort of raise your vibration as well. Um, which again, it's, it's a bigger topic, but just being in that higher vibration and the fastest way to do that is through love and gratitude. And a lot of it is being intentional with it. A lot of people talk about gratitude, um, but it's actually meaning it and being authentic when you are are in gratitude. And it doesn't have to be these massive things that we're grateful for. It can be a delicious cup of coffee that I am very grateful for, or a song on the radio, or the bigger things like your family or abundance and all those things. So it's just you know, grounding, clearing, protecting, and then just raising that and shifting our vibration. So we're kind of putting our best self out into the world. Yeah, absolutely. Gratitude is a good one too. I love that. Yeah. 
and it's it's such an important part of our our lives yeah we have lots to be grateful for we really do when you focus on that um what about what was I going to say? What would you say for people that are highly sensitive people? So empaths and, and whatnot, where it just sometimes feels even more like I find with my daughter, she's highly sensitive. Like she'll come home from school and say she has, she says she has a headache because the kids were just too loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, just, yes. it makes me laugh because I'm like, well, that makes sense for a grade two class. But yeah. um, I feel for her because I, I know I don't have to be in an environment like that. And, and so is there, is there tips even that, yeah, we can incorporate for highly sensitive people, maybe even young people. So like our children that we can give them. Yeah. I, so from my daughters, because they also, they're very um, empathetic. So they've, I actually put crystals in their book bags to help them with that because I'm, I work a lot with crystals. So crystals are usually my go-to. And I talk to them about energy as well. And we do this um, thing with them usually at the end of the night where we close down sort of their crown chakra. So if the kids just imagine on top of their head, sort of like a flower, and then sort of at the end of the night, you just visualize and help them close down that. So then all the energies don't swirl around them and they're not feeling as overwhelmed. That has really helped my daughters um, deal with a lot of it and just getting them to ground too. Like for kids, they love going outside barefoot, just all of that stuff. It works for them as well. And just as they get older, you can have different conversations with them about how to protect their energy. Um, So my kids, I think probably grade three to four is when we really start talking about you know, going out into the world and, you know, you know, shields up is what we'd say, like, you know, imagine yourself within that bubble and have that interaction. And they now wear their crystal bracelets and it's empowering for them to know that they're in charge as well. And when they do feel overwhelmed, they kind of, they also go back to the breath and they just kind of like, just take a minute and then they're okay. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Those are good ideas. I like that. Just ideas. Yeah. Thinking of our kids at different stages and giving them those tools. You're right. It is very empowering. And imagine, because I've only encountered these things in my thirties and I'm like, wow, if I would have had these tools in my twenties and in my teen years, like how different that could have been. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and I mean, kids, like once you start talking about energy, they love talking about it because kids, they're also so open. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's fun to kind of have those conversations and kids love crystals. They really do. And they will wear those crystals and they will put those crystals in their backpack or in their pencil case, wherever. And for them, it's knowing that they're doing something and that they're able to help themselves. It's been wonderful to see with my daughters. Yeah. Oh, I know Ivy's like, anytime I buy myself some crystals, she gets one herself too. Yeah. Yeah. We have a little bit of a crystal problem in our yeah. house. <laughs> they're so beautiful. They really are. And they do so many different things. It's how do you say no? Yes. I love it. Um, okay. Anything else? Like, I mean, we've covered so many different ideas and topics on the realm of energy and meditation and crystals and Anything else that you want to share that, you know, maybe is timely or relevant for people right now or what you're seeing um, that you'd want to share with listeners? Absolutely. I think the biggest thing is um, actually with social media, just, you know, 
we go through, like we're going into spring right now. And a lot of things with spring is the spring clearing. Um, so with the spring clearing, part of that can also be kind of detoxing your social media. So what you're seeing on your social media, does it actually align with who you are? Does it align with the energies of what you are? And it's okay to unfollow people. You don't have to follow everyone. Or if you need to step away from social media, you can do that. Just make it part of your spring cleaning. And with that, you know, clean the energy of your house as well, going around and smoke clearing and just being aware that the energy is also in your home as well as for yourself. So, you know, reflecting that. So decluttering our home, raising the vibration, having those windows open, all those things as we're stepping into spring right now. Yes, spring cleansing and clearing. Yes. I Looking love forward it. to it, all of it. I love it. I just moved. So I got to do a lot of that where I just got rid of so much. And so, so it, it feels really good. It's like it yeah. lightens. Yeah. Yes. And it shifts the energy of your home, which is good, right? Like we, you know, you get rid of the things that, that don't quite align with you or don't serve you anymore. So then you can call in things that do. Absolutely. I believe that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Sam. I've enjoyed this conversation. Lots of ideas for people. Um, and for people um, to get a hold of you, learn more, what's the best way for them to find you or reach out? Um, you can find me on my website, um, samkerouac.com. I'm usually also hanging out on Instagram under Sam Kerouac Soul Healing. Um, those are the easiest ways because my website has all the ways you can connect with me through emails, through my socials, whatever is the best way that people use. Perfect. And your last name, Kerouac, is spelled K-I-R-O-U-A-C. Yeah, it's a tricky one. It is. And I'll put those links in the show notes for everyone as well. Thank Thank you, Sam. So much. So much. Thank you. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening in. And I will catch you on next week's episode, everyone. Bye for now. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time.